Welcome to another episode of The Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur with your host, Sharon Wilson, founder and chief inspiration officer of Coaching from Spirit Institute and master spiritual business mentor. The intention of this show is to provide transformational tips, tools, strategies, and resources that support and empower you to soar and shine in your business now. Enjoy. Well, welcome everyone. I'm so excited you're listening in and I'm so excited for our guest today. On today's call, she's going to help you see that you really do have a choice when it comes to writing your copy. Now, copywriting is writing promotional materials. It has nothing to do with putting a copyright on something or protecting intellectual property. So I'm say that right off the top. This is about writing promotional material, you know, writing this material that really touch the, the hearts and souls of your ideal clients or your soul clients as we call them. So it's about marketing your business and you can choose fear-based, uh, which is a more traditional copywriting that sounds kind of hypey or slimy or inauthentic or love-based where you can attract inspire and invite your ideal prospects become ideal clients and that's what we're going to talk about here today so in this talk today you're going to discover what exactly is love-based copy why why should you use it in your business and you know why is it better than fear-based copy you're going to also hear more about the three foundational pieces you need to have in place to craft love-based copy also, we're going to talk about the easiest and fastest way to get started with how to write love-based copy. And we need to know what are one of the biggest mistakes people make when they try and create love-based copy. So one of the biggest questions our guest gets is, does love-based copy actually work, you know, coming from a place of love? And the answer is yes. And so on this interview, she's going to share with you her proven love-based strategies that may have helped her sell nearly $50 million of products and services over the past eight years. And let me introduce you to our amazing guest today. She's a best-selling, award-winning fiction and nonfiction author. Now, on the fiction side, she writes psychological thrillers, mystery, suspense books, and has a popular book blog. Now, on the nonfiction side, she's written five books in the love-based business series that share how to sell more with love and build a solid, profitable business on a foundation of love. And that is what this is all about. So I'm so excited to have her on our on our uh, podcast. In addition, she owns a copywriting and marketing company that has sold $50 million worth of products and services over the past eight years. And I can attest to her amazing copy, having worked with her to create some of ours. And I'm so grateful to have her with us today. I want to welcome Michelle P.W. Michelle, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Uh, we are so excited. And Michelle, I love that you shortened your last name a little bit for your grand. <laughs> so it's yes. super easy to remember. So can you tell our listeners what the heck does the PW stand for? <laughs> yes, it's Parisa Wasik. That's, maybe That's a good choice that you did that because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> we could just remember you so easily. So Michelle, uh, since my podcast is called The Spiritually Persistent Entrepreneur, you know, I like to ask my guests, what does being a spiritually persistent entrepreneur mean to you? So I love the fact that you called spiritually persistent. I just for I just want to say that because I do think, I guess to me what it means is too often I think people think that if they're spiritual, things have to be easy. Mm. And that's actually not the case. <laughs> um, in, fa- and, in fact, um, in, 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 I mean, part of being 
being in this world, you know, on this physical plane that we are, you know, that's that's why we chose to be here is for these challenges is so we could learn other things. So um, why why we ever thought that just because we're spiritual, it should be easy. I don't I don't know how that that got out there, but that does right. seem to be out there. Sure. So to me, being persistent means um, being spiritually persistent means continuing to embrace being spiritual, um, even when things get hard, even when you fall down, even when everything, you know, like, you, you know, you, you're in the hole and everything is not working out and you think the world is against you, um, yet still, you know, standing back up, dusting yourself out and continuing to be persistent spiritually, you know, and continuing to live by your values and um, and your and your compass. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly why I created it. So you're, you know, spot on. I always tell guests, there's no wrong answer. You know, it's whatever it means to you, but I so align with what you're saying. Now, can you share one challenge that stands out that you've faced that's helped you to activate being more of a spiritually persistent entrepreneur? So um, I'm an Enneagram 6, and so why I share that is because one of the things that's been interesting to me, so 6, if you're not familiar with the Enneagram system, um, it, 6 is about fear and anxiety. That's, you know, each, each there's nine types, and each type has, like, their biggest, their, well, their, 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 the biggest thing that they're they're really fighting about, the, the, the their biggest challenge. And 6 is fear and um, anxiety. So, obviously, fear has been something that's, um, that's that it, it, that I've I've had to I don't want to say overcome I, I guess manage <laughs> move yeah, through <laughs> move through I mean because the thing is yeah. is that I don't I mean you know when we first when we when you first start on the spiritual on the on this personal development spiritual path you you think you're overcoming things or mm-hmm. you know getting rid of stuff and I don't know if you're sure. overcoming them but you're integrating them because I mean the sure. more you think about overcoming them the more it turns into like the shadow thing you're trying sure. to push away mm-hmm. and anything you push away or deny just grows more powerful. So sure. I feel like it's more, um, I feel like it's more just, it's like learning to live with, learning to exist with, um, learning. It's kind of like what um, Elizabeth Gilbert said in her book, Big Magic. You know, it's like, you know, fear is going to come along. And so I, you know, I invite fear along, but fear is in the backseat. Fear can't touch the radio. Fear can't, you know, look at the, you know, get out the map. Fear doesn't have any say in anything. Um, but, you know, it, it can ride along quietly in the backseat. And that's what I feel like is the way to go is that you get to the point where you invite fear and because you know that they're going to be there, but you don't give them a say. So, but the other thing of this being spiritually persistent is one thing that's not talked about very much in the Enneagram. Enneagram is not only a personal development tool, but it's also a spiritual tool. And on the flip side, when you've actually integrated the fear, there's there, each each one of the types has like a, a spiritual message. And for Enneagram 6, it's faith. So um, it's also just learning, you know, how to, you know, coexist with the fear and not let fear control you. I think that's probably the big thing. It's like, it's one thing to have fear. It's another thing to let it control you. And and, uh, and to coexist with with faith. Um, so and and to and to turn that so that you are moving towards faith and and out of fear. So that's how I guess I would I would say is really that's been uh, probably my biggest challenge in this whole thing is is and and biggest blessing and biggest learning is then around um, allowing not allowing fear to be in control. Oh wow! And you know my third question, which you already answered, was what's the spiritual theme or the divine curriculum and you just you said it beautifully because that is something that um, is part of the curriculum you know that you are are here to just experience and 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 also you know support others I'm sure you know you're able to stand in a bigger place of power 
and understand that that's something that happens to pretty much everybody, you know, that there's uh, some level of fear, anxiety, and and really how, you know, for them to embrace that and really be able to embrace it and, and, and allow them to, you know, be on that journey. So that was really beautiful. I really... I really, really appreciate that. Now, um, let's dig into this for our listeners, Michelle. So what exactly is love-based copy and why should people use it in their business? And why is it better than fear-based? So really, I love how you explain this. So, Sure. So so basically, when you want to persuade people, and let's just, let's just actually, let's start out with the whole idea of persuasion, which is there's nothing wrong with persuading. Mm-hmm. Um, persuading is a communication tool, to, uh, and, 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 uh, and we have many because we are social beings so we have lots of communication tools in our toolbox and persuasion is one of them and you are persuading or being persuaded every day it's nothing to do if you have a business and even if you turned off the tv and turned off the internet and then look at another app you would still be um, persuading and and, persu- and being persuaded because it, it, ha- it happens in all forms you know when somebody tries to persuade you to take them to a dinner when you're trying to persuade your kids to go to bed at their bedtime you know there's just many many places that the uh, the the persuasion tool shows up in our lives. So there's nothing wrong with that. So let's just start with that. Um, um, but then the, the thing is, is that you can persuade um, using, if you're going to persuade anybody to take action, you have to actually tap into their emotions. And this is why I think persuasion's got a bad rap, because you can persuade using fear or you can persuade using love. So because all emotions are either under fear or under love. So that's why I think so much, so much has been like, and, and so much, there's just so much anxiety, fear, rage, you know, shame, all that other stuff is because that's how persuasion's been used, because people just and know better. And so and when you look at some a place like a business and part of what you're doing is you you do need clients. <laughs> otherwise, you're, otherwise you don't have a business. Um, even if you have a nonprofit, you still need donors. So you still need to persuade um, or you're just not going to be, you're not going to have much of an impact without any money. Um, so you're, you're just, so, you know, persuasion needs to come in the, in the, in the, in, into it. And the problem of course is um, there's so much persuasion and fear because Fear is fear does work. So let's just let's just also acknowledge the truth. Um, you know, love is about truth, and and I'm not going to tell you that fear doesn't work because that's not true. Fear does work. Uh, the problem, though, of course, with it is that it brings along a lot of baggage, and this is part of the reason why um, if you resonate with what I'm saying and want to and want to move and have your business be about love, that's why untangling yourself from all the the fear. You know, it's 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 not an easy thing to do. So let's just start with that. That um, you know, you'll likely make mistakes, you'll likely fall down and that's okay. You know, just stand back up. You know, the important is to keep moving forward. So the more we can shift and, um, and start to persuade using love instead of using fear, I think that's, that, that means we're going to be building our businesses and our lives on a foundation of love versus a foundation of fear. So that's, that's kind of, that's sort of, sort of the essence of it. But then there's another reason too, even just from a, a business standpoint, I think it, it's very, it's smarter to persuade with love because, um, when you when you have a brand that persuades on fear, you're going to end up with a lot of people that buy your um, products because they're triggered. I mean, you trigger them. They're, they're, they, they were triggered and then they bought it to relieve the trigger. So you're going to have a lot of people who are not your ideal clients who have bought your, your programs and products. And, and, and because they're not your ideal clients, they're not going to have a good experience. So from a business standpoint, um, really tapping into the fear is, first off, it, it, fear doesn't all, you know, if you go way too far 
it doesn't work either. But even if you don't go too far, you end up with people who it, it, it will erode your brand over time because you're going to have people who are not happy clients. Um, they may ask for refunds. They may say bad things about you. Um, you may spend an awful lot of your time and energy trying to make them happy, which um, is not happy for you either, not a healthy situation. So you end up having this business with people you hate. So how is that serving anybody? I mean, yeah, the money might be good or might not be good, um, but you're not happy. Your clients aren't happy. So what's the point? So even so that's another reason why when you switch shift to love, it can feel really scary. Um, so I just want to acknowledge that too. But um, especially if especially if you if you you have to be spiritually persistent, <laughs> especially if things stop working. Um, so you have to just trust. There's a lot of trust and surrender and knowing that things are going to work out, even if they don't look like they're working out in the present moment, because that, that happened a lot to me. But eventually you'll get to a point where you are have a business that is filled with people who love, because that's the thing when you're when you're using love to persuade, you are only attracting your ideal clients. Mm-hmm. Um, or what do you call them? I'm just I, I forgot. A soul clients. Yeah, your soul client. Yeah, you're only attracting your soul clients. So you're only attracting the people who want to be there. So so now, you know, the refunds are going to go down, the energy, all that energy, that toxic relationship energy where things were not healthy are going to go down. I'm not going to say you're never going to bring in an, a bad client because that's not true. I mean, somebody, you know, people slip in. But when you're using love, um, you're it's going to be so much easier to deal with the, the issues that come in. Perhaps you can release them healthily, you know, in a more healthy manner. So everybody's happy. So, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't want for one moment to say your life is going to be um, like paradise and nothing's going to go wrong when you shift to that because that's not true either. But it's going, everything is going to work so much better and you're going to be so much happier and so much at peace. Well, I mean, that's that's a great way to persuade people to look at love-based copy. So, I think, yeah. you know, who doesn't want that? Now, you talk about uh, the three foundational pieces that people need to craft love-based copy. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yes. So the first one is to know who your soul client is. So um, and to be very clear on who you're attracting. Um, the the less clear you are, the that's part of the why fear. You know that that if, if you're not very clear, it's going to be very hard to use love based copy, which is why then because you're 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 not going to um, really talk speak directly to them. So um, and if you're and if you're trying to be more broad, you're going to have to use fear because you're just not going to persuade them uh, otherwise. So that's so that's why the more you can really see them as a person and really get to know them and be very clear on who they are um, and don't and don't be afraid to to you know I mean another way it's like it's like you're, you're niching I mean so don't be afraid to um, uh, really get to know who they are and and psycho from a psychographic basis like what motivates them what their dreams and desires are all of that the more you know them the better it's going to be the second thing is to get really clear on the this, this um, on, on the uh, the uh, on pain so Another another thing that people think about when I talk about low-based copy is they immediately assume that the, the copy doesn't say anything unpleasant. And that's not true either because we live in a world that, you know, this, you know we are, we you know, one of the things that I started is love-based copy is about being truthful. So um, the true part of this is in this world is bad things do happen. And the other true thing is that your ideal clients are truly in pain. So um, they trying to sugarcoat it or trying to spiritually bypass 
half it, um, you know, trying to ignore it. All you're doing is is prolonging the pain. Mm -hmm. So um, because people want to be seen, they want to be heard, they want to be helped. And so if you don't actually acknowledge what it is they're going through, how are they possibly going to know that you can fix it? You have to start where they're at. So the difference, though, is, is that even though even though pain, one of the things that I like to say is that there that pain is just part of this life. There are people who are born and they don't have nerve endings and they can't the right kind of nerve endings and they actually can't feel physical pain and they tend to not live very long because pain um, is your body's way of letting you know there's a problem. So if you don't have that alarm system, then you can't survive. So so that's why pain is it's just a part of this life. But suffering does not have to be. Suffering is what happens when pain mixes in your head with with fear-based emotions like fear or anger or grief or shame or guilt or whatever, and it just turns into this big muck. So what when, when you're persuading using fear, you do use pain, but then you twist it up inside with a lot of other anxiety and fear-mongering and shame to make it even worse. So that's why, that's why um, you, you know, I don't, I don't want you to cause people to suffer. I don't want you to agitate the pain, but simply to acknowledge the pain. So respectfully acknowledge the pain and then move on from there. Mm-hmm. So um, but we do need to respectfully acknowledge it. And then the third thing is to is to look at your come from or your mindset. Because if you are really in a very big scarcity mindset, it's just going to be really, really hard to move into love, at least initially, because you're going to be so triggered. You're going to be so full. You know, you're going to have so much trauma. And it's going to be difficult for you to not slip into fear because you're going to want that money. You're going to want that client, that money so badly. So as much as you can, though, it, to move to a place of abundance um, that, you know, the, and feeling that you're going to be taken care of, you know, that trust, surrender, um, being committed to everybody getting their needs met, including your financial needs, but not attached to how it happens. The more you can move into that, the easier this is all going to get. And then you're going to be able to really stand into that. I think that is really so important. And, you know, what you talked about, the whole idea of having faith, you know, uh, and, and, and that is... That's a mouthful, you know, especially when you have a business. People say, well, what if this? What if that? What if this? I mean, one of the most important things in having a business is being able to just really recognize when you've got stories. We all have stories. We all have beliefs that are not serving us and recognize those and then just recognize that, okay, that's something that I'm, I'm, I'm shifting. You know, I'm shifting the story on that a little bit at a time. You know, and that it's okay. It's all right if you have certain stories, but just even when you first acknowledge it and say, yeah, you know, I'm feeling really, um, I'm feeling really desperate. Like I really need to get clients and I really need this copy to work. And, you know, I mean, the first step is really acknowledging you've got a story because as soon as you just even bring it into the light, you're starting to shift it, you Uh know? So I I think what you're saying is is so important. You know, so often people are writing copy or they're trying to write promotional uh, things and, you know, they don't recognize that one of the most important things is to to look at where are they coming from? Like you said, their mindset and where are they coming from? And, you know, that's going to impact the energy of how people receive it as well. So uh, I know you could talk on and on about that one. Uh, But let's talk a little bit about the the fastest and easiest way to get started writing love-based copy for our folks. So the easiest way is to really get clear on who your your soul clients are and then to, um, when you sit down to write, write them a love letter. Mm -hmm. So that's really, if you you get into that energy of your writing a love letter, that's really great. And then the other way to do it too, which is really good, is this is only going to work if you're not a chiropractor. chiropractor. So (laughs) let's just put it out there. If you're a chiropractor, you're going to have to think of it. And you'll understand 
dad at the end of this why I'm saying that. So let's say you, you have a friend and your friend um, has got a back, you know, has got really bad back pain and they've been really having problems for a while now and they hate and they're very, you know, they, they hate or they're afraid of chiropractors and you have a great one and you know exactly what's going on and if she would just go to this chiropractor, uh, you know, that your friend would be out of pain. So you write her an email. So if you're writing her an email about how great your chiropractor is and how they really need to, to you know, they really should, you know, at least try it. It's really going to make a difference. But you think about that. So you're not going to get any kind of money or commission. And in fact, your chiropractor might not even ever know that you did this. Um, you are doing this solely because in for service, in, in service of your friend who is in pain, because you don't want your friend to be in pain anymore. And and what you are looking for is your, is your friend to come back to you and say, oh my God, you were right. I went there and I'm all better now. That's what you're looking for. So mm-hmm. if you can get to that with selling your own client products and services at programs, that's the energy, that energy of serving. Uh, you're serving your clients. You are not um, you know, you know you're, you're, you're in service to their highest good. You are not just trying to make a sale. Yes, you need to be rewarded. This is not, I'm, I'm not for one second saying you shouldn't be charging and, and or saying that you shouldn't be charging well. I mean, you should be paid well for what you do. Um, but, but if you, but, but be led by the service. Don't be led by the, by the sale. Mm-hmm. It makes a huge difference because, you know, as you were talking about, you, know, you have to really, and, and, absolutely know that this is this can be challenging to be detached from the outcome and you know the more that you can do that the more that you can get into just the intention of doing that the more that's going to become more automatic and it is a process so I do appreciate that you're saying to people you know it's a process it's like anything I mean this is a in a way sort of like a new language because so many of us were taught you know certain techniques with copywriting and you know we were taught from people that you know they had a lot of success but it really did come more from a fear base I would say it came more from a uh, not necessarily men but masculine energy just happened to be most men were copywriters you know uh, in the in the beginning of a lot of that, you know, trickle down. So it's about, you know, really also resonating with something that makes sense to you. You know, that's why I wanted to have you here because, you know, so many people, they have this belief like, oh, you know, I, 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 yeah, I can't do that or I, it feels smarmy, it feels slimy. And, you know, and if they feel that way, no matter what they write, it's they're going to have that kind of impact because that's what they're, that's what they're sending it out. You know, that's the energy that they're imbuing basically when they're writing it. So what are the mistakes yeah. that folks make when writing copy, Michelle? Well, they don't, one of the big one is, which I t- touched on earlier, but it, it, bears repeating so I like to always repeat it which mm-hmm. is you know they do get they, they are too afraid of the pain so mm-hmm. again um, you know I, I, I just want to emphasize being respectful um, is just really important because if you don't if, if you cut that off it's just it, if you don't it's like I, I, you, we probably all had the experience where something really bad's happened like maybe there's been a death like a pet died or a loved one died and we're crying and somebody says to us they're there um, it's all going to be you know it's everything's going to be fine everything's okay and you know and how in in how you know disingenuous that sounds because Mm -hmm. we all know it's not going to be okay you know your your pet is dead your your loved one is dead they're not coming back um but they're telling you that to to stop crying for them so because they're uncomfortable with it i don't want that to be you so one of the biggest and i know you teach sales i mean you're such a wonderful Mm -hmm. you know with the soul conversations and the thing is is that one of the greatest gifts you can give somebody in a in a in a soulful conversation or a sales conversation i mean because I, I'm, I'm meaning sales conversation, but it's actually just sitting in 
in and holding the space for somebody to process whether or not they want to stay in the place they're in yeah. and and to do it in a way where you're committed to them kind of sorting it through in their head but you're not attached to them bond to, to, to you're not trying to push them to to purchase whatever it is that you're selling you are simply giving them the option I mean there's nothing wrong with saying something in the middle of the sales conversation that's what I mean about not being attached but it's just to say something like um, you know it's you know okay so if you don't move on if you, if you decide not to move forward which is you know I totally respect but what are you going to do you know are, are you willing what's to your plan you yeah what's your plan are you willing to keep keep going like this and just let them sort it out and the answer might be yeah and that's fine and so the thing is is that but you've given them you, you know this that I mean that might have been the, the, the best gift you could ever give them is let is giving them space to sort things out because so often when we come to these interactions we come with our own triggers so the more you can get comfortable with your own emotions the more you can you are willing to feel your emotions and let them move through you so you are not being controlled by your emotions I think that's really one of the biggest mistakes that we all make and all and all our business decisions not just sales not just love-based copy um, not or marketing or whatever but everywhere because we are so afraid of feeling whatever it is that we don't want to be feeling whether it's grief you know long ago grief that we've stuffed down or rage or what or victims or fear whatever it is um, if, if it, but it's like because we don't want to feel it it controls us because we're doing all the stuff to not feel it but if we but if we stop being afraid of whatever that is and just let the feelings move through us everything shifts because now it's not that the emotions necessarily go away but they've lost their power over you mm. and that's how you can really start yes. to really be a powerful stand stand in your own power in your business oh that's so powerful boy there's a there was a lot in there I want I really want people to listen to this again because there was so much in between the lines that you were saying and I really believe whenever two or more are gathered together we do create a mastermind a divine yeah. mastermind and that's why even when when you think about it, like when you're writing the copy, you know, and you're connecting in at this energy level, when that person, even just one other person reads it, there's two or more gathered together. You know, there's an opportunity for healing. There's an opportunity for shifts. You know, and people are, people are praying and asking, you know, they're asking whether they're formally praying or they're just saying, oh, there's just got to be a better way, you know, and so oftentimes what you need to do is be able to be in that place where you can help kind of surface up those potential problems and issues that maybe people didn't think were quite as big of a deal. But once they kind of see, hey, wait a minute, this is all sort of connected and I need to do something about this. You're holding the space for them to activate within themselves. So, you know, that's what I feel like your copy and the way that you, the way that you teach people to write it and when you create it, that's why I really feel that it does to people it activates them you know and it activates them both to understand what's going on and oh my gosh I didn't really think of it that way and then also to activate the possibilities and the potentiality and the you know the excitement like oh you know maybe I really can do this maybe it really is possible you know so that's what I think is so unique about how you know what you have really termed as love-based copy you know I just really feel that it 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 just came at, at a time when that's how so much is shifting 
in in terms of the the I think in this next decade and you know and beyond about um about how we're going to be doing business. I think you're going to be able to people are going to be much more intuitive. We're going to feel people's intentions much more. We already are you know doing that, being more sensitive and kind of just recognizing, hey, that just feels off. Something just doesn't feel right there. So I, I just think you're you're really at the right place at the right time and kind of a little ahead of your time too. But you know just you're you're ahead of the wave a bit on that. And so I do I do appreciate not all you've said and you've given us a lot of information here, but can you tell us about the offer you have for our listeners today so we can jump in and start really, you know, moving forward and doing this? Yes. So um, my love-based copywriting template is a great place to start because it, it, go, it actually kind of encapsulates some of the stuff in written form that I talked about, mm-hmm. some of the highlights, which I think is because you're right, I, 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 tend to, <laughs> I tend to give a lot. So listening to it, you might have missed a few things. So reading it is just another way to let the information sink in. And then it also has a template. So then you'll have be able to use is hear what I what I talked about today see it and then and then and then see how it all comes together to actually create a template to write copy and that goes really well with my first book which is love-based copywriting method you don't need to buy the book um, the Kindle version is two dollars and 99 cents um, and so obviously I think it's a, it's a good deal and again it's just it's another and I'm turning it into an audiobook by the way it's not quite out yet uh, well depending on when you're listening to the podcast but um, though it, if you really love listening to audio definitely check back so I'm gonna I, I, I just I committed this year to getting all my um, my love-based business books um, uh, turned to audio so so that'll be that'll be exciting um, so that's the so so that's in it, that um, love-based copywriting book.com forward slash template but the template's free so if you don't want to get the book that's fine and you're still going to get a lot out of it it's still going to be a way to, um, to 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 start moving forward well I highly recommend people not only get that template but they even go over to uh, Michelle PW and you're Michelle with one L like my sister. So yeah. MichellePW.com and uh, you've got your love-based books over there and they are just absolutely uh, so powerful because you just walk people through, I think of them more like um, guidebooks, you know, because you're, you really, it's like you're holding someone's hand while they're going through all these different exercises and it just phenomenal, you know, just, it is really, really uh, tactical, you know, and, and I, and I love that. So it's activating at an inner level and an outer level, which is really what I feel we need to be doing. We have to be working at both, both the uh, levels. So you can go to MichellePW.com, find out more about Michelle and what she's doing. And um, Michelle, I I really want to encourage folks to get that. And then is there anything that you want to share with people in closing? And then we'll do a little energy, a little energy activation before we close. Yes. So be gentle with yourself. So nothing ever. So so everything I talked about is, is um, simple, but it's not easy. And, uh, and too often we look at like so-and-so, you know, and then, you know, we compare where we think we are. And, you know, I mean, and as much as I love Facebook in terms of connecting with my friends and a lot of people on Facebook I've connected with I actually know personally um, so I love that but I just don't live near them so I love that part of it but you know there it does it does show something you know people can hide who they really are they can hide the truth of things and so don't allow yourself to get too swept up in the com- you know comparison or thinking their life is perfect or thinking you should be farther along because they're farther along or whatever you know you you are in the perfect place right now um, and the most important thing you can do is just keep Keeping take, taking steps forward doesn't matter how big or small the steps are just keep moving forward and just be patient and gentle with yourself mm, that's beautiful well we've created a lot of great energy here Michelle like I said this is a divine mastermind uh, there's really no accident folks are listening to this and so I just really want to take a moment and just hold that 
space for everybody here who's wanting to attract their soul clients, who's maybe they're feeling, uh, they're not feeling confident in, in writing copy and they just really need to activate in themselves that faith, that trust, that belief that they're not doing this by themselves. Where they certainly have helpers like you to support them in all kinds of ways uh, and, and also they can ask for help from their own inner guidance that's here to support us in our business and our life in a practical way, just waiting, whatever you want to call that inner guidance. And so I just want to take a moment and just all this great energy that, that was has been created, just hold this vision for everyone everywhere who's wanting to have a better experience in their business and their life, feeling more of a practical connection that they can move past or move, manage and, 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 and integrate whatever's coming up for them that feels like it's challenging and right copy and just see everyone smiling and happy and just saying, oh, love-based copy, that's it. That's the answer. That's what I needed. And just to feel that and that energy, we want to send it out to everyone on the planet and all that great energy to support people to live a life of love and joy and peace and health and prosperity in all ways. So Michelle, thank you so much for being here. We just so appreciate your light and your work and all that you're doing. And just really thank you so much for giving us so much great information in your template. Really, really was great. Well, thank you so much for having me. I love being here and I love being able to share this. Fantastic. So I will see you next time, everybody. Do you hate selling yet love to be of service? In my free masterclass, you will discover three soulful secrets to client conversations that feel joyful, easy, and fun. Using these secrets, one of my clients made $8,000 in one week and another client made $100,000 in less than six months. Register now at www.coachingfromspirit.com slash masterclass.